0: Uh, Brian is from uh, Child Child Rescue, so some of you went along to the Child Rescue event on on Friday night. I believe you raised seventeen thousand. Is that right? Wow. More. Yeah, over nineteen. Over nineteen thousand dollars on Friday night. So. Yeah, Brian's going to tell us about the work of child, child rescue, and I think this is a really awesome timing, uh, Brian, you here because we've been doing a series on on the kingdom of God, and you can't learn about the kingdom of God or hear about the kingdom of God without uh, recognizing that the kingdom of God is is intrinsically like active. It's it's a practical it's a practical thing. It's not about head knowledge. It's about the, the things that that we do and and um, the things that Jesus is doing in our world. And child rescue, I see it as being a, um, from what I know so far, is a real kingdom. Um, kingdom mission oriented, oriented organization. So, thank you, and thank you for you coming along today. So, can I pray for you before we begin? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Lord Jesus, just thank you for thank you for Brian again. Thank you for uh, Child Rescue. Uh, thank you for the vision that this organization has. And as, as we prayed before, Lord, that as uh, Brian speaks this morning, that you would speak to our hearts, God. And if there's uh, things that you want us to put our put our hands to and put our lives to, Lord, that you would call us into that. Help us to see uh, what you're doing and how we can partner with you in your mission, Jesus. Amen.
1: Okay, give you a Cheers. Well, good morning. Thank you for having me at your place. Um, I was baptised in a church very like this, so it's got a very comfortable and warm feeling about it, and that's due to you guys. Um, it was me that sort of. Um, said Launchpad a moment ago. Um, oh, I, I just digress um, just for a moment because, um, you know, interconnections in the Christian community are always very interesting. So Launchpad, are our office mates, um, we use their, uh, their printer and their Wi-Fi. <laughs> so we, we know them very, very well. Um, and uh, Jeff Burton is, is a great guy. And um, we have a lot of affection and respect for their staff. They're actually really, really good people. And in another uh, connection, the previous CEO, when it was called, um, what was it called, CEC? Yes, yes, Simon Greening was the CEO at that time. And Simon's my lawyer, so um, (laughs) there you go. All right. Um, This morning... I'm just going to give you a a very quick intro and then we're going to um, get into some slides and some videos. So um, I'll just do the intro part and then I'll cue my friend on on the sound desk and he he will go through some stuff. Now, if I happen to be standing in front of something, please somebody give me a wave, okay, because I can't sit. Okay, so Child Rescue New Zealand helps rescue children from sexual exploitation through the international operations of Destiny Rescue, no relation to Destiny Church, and helps them stay free. We're an unashamedly Christian organisation, and our job is to find people who either sense a calling from God to join this fight, or they're people who just resonate as human beings with a sense of injustice against people trafficking, especially for sexual exploitation, and want to do something about it. So... When I say we, I'm referring to our New Zealand team of um, how how many are we now? About um, 2.8 employees and four trustees who I am very proud to say all punch above their weight and I had two of my colleagues with me on Friday night. They've gone back to Auckland now. Our passionate overseas colleagues and volunteers across 10 countries, number now over 200, including our amazing rescue agents. And I am very privileged to represent them here. So this morning I have about 25 minutes and not so long. So I thought I would use the videos and slides to show something of that. So the problem...
2: Trafficking quite,
1: for sexual... Experience. It's... It, yep, keep
2: going. It's just ...growing crimes. Don't worry, we give you good Millions of children are being sold for sex. Oh, she looks young. And Asia is at the epicenter of this global crisis. And this one, oh, do this one? Oh, she's young. What is she? 14, 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Many of the girls actually feel a responsibility to provide for their families, and due to a lack of education and training, they see that working in these establishments is a place where they feel they have to work in order to make money and provide for their families.
4: It's tragic. You know, they put on this big happy face but they go home and they cry each night um, as they're trying to get to sleep, just feeling dirty and used. Um, So yeah, it's, it's a tragic, tragic thing.
2: Child Rescue is committed to finding children caught up in this tragedy. Our trained rescue agents scour brothels, bars and streets to identify and free young lives trapped. In modern day slavery and rescue is just the first step in putting these broken lives back together.
3: So when a girl first arrives into our care after she's been rescued, she'll be doing vocational training, life skills lessons, English studies, we have art therapy groups, we have programs that take girls through the journey of forgiveness as well. Um, and really just sets that foundation for continued healing to take place in the future.
0: How does this situation affect me? What did this person do to me?
3: These girls come from brokenness, so we work towards showing them who Christ is and how much they are loved, that they are special and uniquely made, that nothing they've done in the past can stop them coming to know Him and that it's through grace and it's through the power
2: of his love, that they can be healed. Our goal is to reset damaged young lives, to release them from the bondage of traumatic pasts and send them out of our care with the skills, motivation and independence they will need to positively move forward with their lives.
4: My hope for every child that we rescue is that they never return to the sex trade, but they get healed, and they live full lives, that they find great relationships, that they get married, have a great family, and they live the destiny that God intended them to have.
2: Your support will help us find, rescue, restore, and reintegrate thousands more children. Please consider joining with us today in our mission to turn broken young lives into beautiful young lives.
1: Thanks, guys. If we can just uh, just go into the next stool, it would be good. Um, so this gentleman is Tony Cohen. He is the founder and leader of the organisation. And um, we um, have, I guess, uh, a lot of uh, guidance and leadership from somebody who doesn't really enjoy public speaking. It doesn't come naturally to him. Uh, he's a very courageous man because he's one of the few people in our organisation that you all see consistently filmed and photographed, and that's dangerous for, um, you know, for somebody to be in the front line and to have his image out everywhere. So, I respect him for that, and he has a number of very profound sayings. Um, one of them is "Reach into the darkness." and pull another child into the light. I haven't quite quoted it correctly. But you want to see the exact wording. There's a little lantern on the table up the bit there. We've got one left over from Friday night. So the problem of of child exploitation and the the strong influences, and I'm just trying to get my computer to just scroll down here a little bit. Sorry. Sorry. It, it's a um, it's a worldwide problem. Um, we, we actually operate um, across a number of different nations. So this morning I thought uh, we would just kind of describe the problem and we will talk about what our organization does about it and give you some success stories and then just return to a biblical basis and talk about why as Christians we're called to work for the elimination of forms of slavery, all of them, um, and human trafficking. And then I'm gonna finish up by asking you for some help. So let's run the the next video and some slides so you can get a a bigger picture of the problem. Now, I can assure you that what you're gonna see here isn't graphic, but but it is pretty moving. Okay, let's go. COVID-19 has closed red light districts worldwide, but opened new opportunities. Every one of these children has been sold online. Click, choose, pay, receive. Child Rescue is dedicated to removing children from sexual exploitation. Three clicks to buy a child, one click to help rescue one. Help us bring children out of sexual exploitation, one click at a time. So this slide is one of my shots from uh, Pattaya, or Pattaya. I'm sorry, my tie is non-existent, um, but uh, I took this there um, really because um, there's a kind of irony in this picture, where you know all of these English words that people use to advertise their clubs um, there are actually quite true. Actually, if somebody could just um, dim those lights over there, that'd be great. Um, what you can see down the left-hand side of the pictures is uh, girls who are working for one of these establishments, and they're in uniform. Um, this is a crazy uh, where uh, girls who work in clubs um, frequently have uniforms, and they're the kind of stuff that you can get from you know the two-dollar shop, and it's all this kind of fantasy stuff like French maids and nurses and and airline stewardesses and so on and so forth. This city really objectifies women in a, in a terrible way. Okay, next one.
4: One particular girl, she felt really compelled to work in a bar because her dad lost his job. She was 15 years old and had no other desire except to help mum and dad and help the family get through tough times. Coming from a music background, I generally ask the girls, so what music are you into? And she replied with, I'm into church songs. And that really stuck out for me because it's like, what do you know about churchy kind of songs? And she was telling me her story that night that she was a worship leader, that she was a Sunday school teacher. And, um, And that she'd do anything. To help mum and dad. I knew that we had to get her out ASAP. She she was the most selfless person I've ever come across. And uh It it didn't take me long to to break my cover and said, look, this is who I am, this is who I work for. I really want to help you and my team really wants to help you. Would you let us? And she broke down crying saying, I've been praying for someone like you. I've I've been praying for an angel, a group of angels like you and your team. Yeah, I want to help. Yeah, mum and dad need the help. and uh, over, over the next couple of months, she was able to finish high school and by the next semester into college and get a job at a call center where she's safe, she works a day job, she works for pretty good money. She's helping out with family. And on top of all that, she's back in church, worship leading again, leading Sunday school for the kids as well. So. This huge turnaround, you know, from where she was to going through some dark times, um, you know, to being back in church and and just loving again. You know? So I, I I love that story of, of how um, I don't know like we we all get that second chance and 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 it was so true for her. So, uh,
1: This is a shot of a, a street in uh, Paria, um, which actually has been made famous for some of the right reasons, um, and those reasons are that this is where Blue Tree, the Irish band, um, put together that song called God of the City. You know that one? You sing it in church? I do, and I'll leave it there, too. Um <coughs> it, it, it's, it's the one that, that, that says, You're the God of this city, you're the God of these people, greater things are yet to come, etc., etc., etc. And they arrived there to minister to people in uh, Pattaya without really knowing what it was like or what they were going to come across. And they were actually in a bar called the Climax Bar, which is in that street called Walking Street. Walking Street is called that because it gets shut down at night, so the traffic can't go through, but all the tourists go. So um, I've been there and I've been carefully navigated through the club scene along with a a group of other people um, by Tony. So... You know, that is um, something that um, is part of my own personal experience, and I think that's one of the things that happens to all of us who are actually involved in this, that um, when we have some contact and see things from ourselves, particularly young women who are being exploited, you you don't forget that stuff. Okay, so um, I'm going to move on now um, and let the guys just keep running.
3: I was able to get a a เป็นงานรางคืนเนาะมันดื่มแล้วก็กลับดึกเพราะว่าก็เลยมารู้จัก so จะมีการดูแลเทนเนชิประจําวันก็คือป้องคือ <impeat weight> <impeat> เป็นคนชาวบ้านค่ะเผื่อจะชอบใส่ไลฟ์ให้เราแบบ mm-hmm. ใช่แล้วเรารู้ว่าบาดแผล
1: Okay, so we'll pause the visuals there for a moment so I can just talk a little bit about, um, you know, a biblical background for all of this. And uh, James gave us a great introduction and and was talking about us being a a kingdom mission. So we are very much a Christian organization. Um, And there is, you know, very strong scriptural basis for everything that we do. And um, I've got those scriptures actually typed out on bits of paper, so if you want them um, later on, you can come grab one from the back. So I'm just going to very briefly sort of run over that because I think it's actually very useful and, and very, very helpful. So if we start from Genesis, we start from the point that humankind is created in the image of God. And we find that in Genesis one twenty six, all people are valuable to God, and they hold a special place in God's creation, and we see that in Psalm 8, verse 5. And nonetheless, the Bible actually goes on to describe some horrifying realities that are as real now as when the scriptures were written. There's quite a lesson in that. Psalm 10 describes the wickedness of the one who entraps us. It says he lies in wait to catch the helpless. He catches the helpless and drags them off in his net. His victims are crushed. They collapse. They fall under his strength. And he says to himself, God will never notice. But in Isaiah 42, verse 22, we find these words, but this is a people plundered and looted, all of them trapped in pits or hidden away in prisons. They have become plunder with no one to rescue them. They have been made loot with no one to say, send them back. Joel chapter 3, verse 3 says, they cast lots for my people, and traded boys for prostitutes. They sold girls for wine to drink. Still happening today. So the Bible is very emphatic about the injustice of this, um, and it, you know, is very emphatic about the fact that no one should be exploited or damaged. And God, who made people, wants no one to be lost. We all know that. Jesus came into the world that everyone might have life in all its fullness, it says. You'll find that in John 10.10. And it says there, The Lord has sent me to announce freedom freedom for prisoners, to give sight to the blind, to free everyone who suffers, and to say this is the year that the Lord has chosen. And when Jesus says that, he was quoting Isaiah 61 verses 1 to 2. And later in Isaiah 61 are these words, I the Lord love justice, but I hate robbery and injustice. And Micah 6:8 says, What does the Lord require of you? And answers: To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. The neighbor is to be loved as one loves oneself, and we find that in Matthew 22, verse 39, and Leviticus 19, 18. So we're all called to work for the elimination of all forms of slavery and human trafficking. I often get asked um, by people how I I came to work in this field, and... um, I usually say that, uh, that God put me here, and he knew what he was doing, even though it took me about uh, two years to realize that that was actually a specific answer to prayer. I'm a bit slow. Um, <laughs> yeah, just, uh, it just underlines the point that you have to be careful what you ask for, and I think we all know that. Um, I was at a Christian conference, and uh, I listened to a man wearing a T-shirt bearing just one word, and it said, intervene. And he took us to Isaiah 59, and halfway through verse 15 to through to halfway through verse 16, the NIV says, the Lord looked and was displeased that there was no justice. He saw that there was no one. He was appalled that there was no one to intervene. So, that's the things that I have realised about myself and my colleagues. I realise that I've always had the heart of an interventionist, like the others. And we all go through um, an experience each in our own individual ways. Um, we, we cry about the things that are done to people who are trapped in the sex trade. And despite everything that I've learned, what people will do to exploit each other never fails to take my breath away. You know, you can get a little desensitised to it when you're working with this all the time. I can tell you that doesn't last very long. There's always something shocking. So we get angry and passionate and then we do something about it. Three and a half years ago, Tony Kerman said to me something that I will never forget. And I asked him what keeps him going. And how does that play out into his relationship with God? And he kind of said something like this to me. He said, I, I, I don't know whether I can turn that into a major spiritual message for you, Brian, but he said, uh, It's my father's heart. I have three daughters, and if any one of them were trapped in a situation where they're being exploited, I would do anything, anything. To get them out. He said the difference is that their dads, they're not coming for them. They're there. And they're stuck there. And their parents are not going to come and get them. So with that, I'm just going to ask the boys just to go to the last um, slide. So let's talk about you know what we can do about it. So there's what he said. Um, Incidentally, all of these photographs that we have, they're not models or things that we took off the internet. They're actually actual shots um, that our photography team has taken. Um, And in the very first video, you might have noticed that there was a Kiwi voice um, uh, narrating that. I'm not going to say the name on on camera, but that's actually a a Wellington filmmaker. She was over there with her husband, um, and they worked for quite a while for DRI in in Thailand. So part of what you're seeing is is due to her. So okay, so their dads are coming, so what can we do about this? And this is where I want to plead with you for some help here. It takes an average of about $1,500 to rescue a child. But more importantly, when you rescue a girl or boy, you rescue their chances of a good education, as we've seen. And along with it, the chance of being trained for a career. That's an actual shot of a girl who actually finished her nursing training as a result of being rescued and put through a preparatory course by our organisation. More importantly, when you rescue somebody, this might be their, their one and their only chance of escaping a lifetime in the sex trade. People die in this sector because of the things that are done to them. You also rescue their chance of finding a good job, of starting their own business, finding a safe place to live. And can you imagine the impact of that when this girl goes back to her family and has reunited and we get to work with the family, can you imagine the impact um, that we have? And we will rescue 3,500 new people plus this year at least. That is very, very powerful. And the other thing that you might not realise is that when it comes back to the individual, when you rescue one person, you may very well be instrumental in preventing them from being killed. That happens too. So I'm just here to ask if you would help us rescue some more kids um, by inviting us to speak to another group, if you have that connection, by taking home some of the material that's on the back desk and considering what you can do as an individual or as a family or as a group of friends working together. But also there's a lot that you can actually do through simple stuff um, electronically. You might like to get together to watch some of our documentaries on childrescue.org.nz. Talk to Anne about that. Um, If you want to go to Shine TV On Demand, you'll find um, You Are Beautiful, which is a documentary of ours. Um, If you actually go to Child Rescue's website, it's actually... On the front page, you click on that link, and it'll take you to exactly the right place on Shine On Demand. You can share our social media posts from Facebook and Instagram. But lastly, and mostly importantly, thank you for praying for us. Please, would you continue to do so? God bless you.